Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Hey, I'm Slide Whistle. Hello there, I am Immunization. Whoa! Hey! I didn't see you there! Come on over! The name's Aaron. Welcome to episode 78 of Do Not Relent, the podcast where it's just three friendly dads hanging out and just shooting the poop. We are, in fact, loading poop into catapults, and we will be shooting it. I sure miss my wife, but hey, she may be gone, but at least my two best dad pals are here, flinging shit. Let's have a barbecue. Now, Aaron, I'm sure the world is wondering... Are you indeed wearing clothes this podcast, or are you still butt-ass naked? Well, I hate to disappoint the hungry and thirsty ladies and gentlemen of Do Not Relent, but our AC situation has been remedied, so I am wearing pants this week. Though still no shirt, so you can think of my creamy, unworked-out nipples. Did you say creamy or dreamy? I said whatever you wanted to hear. <laughs> I was telling Amin, we should we should uh try to make creamy some like hot new slang for good. Like damn, this that was creamy. You know, some some hot hot new uh adjectives to describe a fun situation. That uh, is in fact the cream. Shit, girl, that's the creamiest. I'm down for it. Let's make episode 78 our creamiest episode yet. Hell, bitch, we ain't crunchy, we creamy over here. Hoo-cha. Um, so I'm not sure if you know this, Immune, but if you haven't heard, we are now apparently feuding with Method Gaming. We, as in the three of us DNR boys here? Yes, 100%. Us three have been called out, almost specifically, by Method Gaming. Oh, uh, do elaborate? <laughs> uh no. Nope, just it's just a friendly reminder. <laughs> there there are uh, our pick of the week. Okay, well Derry, who I believe runs their like recruitment for Method Gaming, she tweeted out, Hey you, yes you, the one who writes Warcraft guides instead of sleeping. You have one hundred and seventy eight characters on eleven servers and play every class. One hundred and two point four percent still means something to you. You scoff at wad babies. We're hiring a web content lead, a.k.a. WoW expert. Apply here. This bitch is trying to recruit specifically people who hate WAD babies. And by the way, it's not WAD babies. It's Draenor darlings. Thank you very much. God, get with the times, Dairy. We've been out here for a year and a half. We said it episode one. Leah Wren called it. You should know by now. Dairy, dairy, dairy. You know, things were about to get a little too stale around these parts, but I'm glad you finally stepped up to the plate and decided to enter this blood feud with DNR. Also, why would you scoff at Wad Babies? The Sorry, I can't call them all, but why would you scoff at Draenor Darlings? We're the ones who came in when everybody hated WoW and was like, this expansion sucks. And we came in and we lived through it too and became lifelong WoW gamers because of it. Leave us alone. We're probably, in general, more excited about the current state of the game than most people who started before us, so... I am placing a curse on them now. I hope that they come in... World third. 
That's right. I hope Pieces beats you this time. Damn, bitch. That's not creamy. That's crunchy. Crunch. Crunchy now has to be used for bad things. (laughs) This is the new slang lore we're starting here at episode 78. Okay, okay, okay. That's so creamy. Where did you pick that up? God, Dad, you're so behind the times. DNR says it's all about peanut butter now. (laughs) Even though I'm pretty sure Immune loves crunchy peanut butter. Oh, yeah, definitely. Every time I buy peanut butter, it has to be not even just crunchy. It needs to be extra crunchy. Okay, so (laughs) growing up, we always had crunchy peanut butter because that's what my father liked. But we also had thin little bread because he's like, it's healthier for you. You would even think of putting peanut butter on that bread and it would fracture it was a rough time (laughs) through it (laughs) you know i never understood the crunchy heads until i started to put chips in my sandwiches and i'm like that extra crunch just brings something to the sandwich so i guess now i kind of understand i just don't like peanuts so if it was like a what if they put chips in the peanut butter instead of peanuts i was gonna say you don't even like peanut butter period really right i love reese's cups reese's cups reese's cups peanut butter chocolate flavor yeah i mean that's that's different though okay brief uh, briefest of side tangent when they sang that song were you one of the people that thought they were saying three e's r double e e s e s no wait r double e e whoa wait there were people that i went to school with who were like i hate that commercial because they they claim that there are three e's in there but I can read. There's only two. And I'm like, I think they just did it to go with the rap. They're like, they should have just said double E then. It wouldn't sound as good. I, that's what I said. You know, but actually, wherever they are now, they're still spouting the gospel of the triple E error. Well, you know, they're living a fucking crunchy life right now. You know what I never got, though? I love the fuck out of Reese's Cups. Like, the big ones, even, like, the tiny ones are way better. I love the little tiny ones. But why the fuck do Reese's Pieces suck so much? I hate Reese's Pieces. <laughs> That's a whole other conversation that we don't need to dive into about how you pronounce this brand of candy. Wait, did I say it wrong? Are you saying I said it wrong? It's, no, it's not I mean, maybe. wrong. There's just two Whoa. very specific camps, and it's interesting... I guess it's the only two ways it could be pronounced, but it's interesting how many Wait, people... Wait, what's the other way? Reese's Pieces, because they're pieces. W- what did I say? Reese's Pieces. They're a little piecey <laughs> of Reese. Oh my god, Reese's Pieces. Yeah, I always say pieces. That's not you, a fucking you know, word. You know what the Holy real shit. kicker is, though? I think it's actually Reese's Pieces. Like they, it's they, so hard they to intentionally say. did that. They fucked everyone up up on purpose you know i don't really know i think it might actually the candy might actually supposed to be reese's i mean like it's reese and then these are his candies so it's reese's because it's an apostrophe right i think it's time that dnr (laughs) on episode 78 pulls out its second ever poll gang are you a reese's pieces or a Reese's Pieces kind of guy. And does this change between the normal type of candy or the miniature version, I guess? I just watched a video. It is Reese is, not Reese's. Reese's. 
Yeah, I mean, like... Reese's. Like, that can be what they say, but, like, the creator of uh, GIF also pronounces it differently, right? Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. So, I, I, one time I guess that's I what heard, people want. One time I heard Charles Martinet, a.k.a. Mario, say Mario, and I'm like, how... It had to be, like, a cursed day for him. I was like, how do you fuck that up? That's 75% of what the character says. That is not fucking creamy. That is fucking crunchy as fuck. That's horrible. He should never say Mario. Mario's is wrong in all directions. Well, anyways. Okay, but I guess we should yeah, actually talk about um, Method, <laughs> Method's got an enemy in this show. Moving on. Yeah, fuck you guys. Um, okay, anyway, so how about, wow, what'd you guys do in the World of Warcraft? I mean, what, tell, me, tell me about what you did, girl. So I did all my normal things. I, you know have been just grinding out the emissaries to try to get those paragon bag paragon bags even though they don't come as frequently anymore i still want to get to i'm really close to a million gold on immune right now so i Ooh. want to get there before these paragon bags go away i i'm i think i can do it you better step off nah so I, I did that, and ugh, this week is another week when I don't have Call to Arms and Storm Song, so I don't know what to do about that, and I happen to be missing whenever there's an assault there, so maybe someday. But other than that, I've mainly been leveling uh, Immuno the Rogue pretty slowly, but I've been enjoying the questing in Aldoom a lot. Like, it's very unique questing, and... I've just really been enjoying like the characters and the region because it's interesting to see the region that we're in for current content the way it was back then. And I, I'm in the middle of a storyline right now with um the head of the Explorers League, Harrison Jones, is that what name? Yes, Harrison Jones. But where the Chad Muscle Hearthstone one exists, this is definitely virgin Human man with a big hat, Harrison. Yeah, and, <laughs> you know, they straight up just make this an Indiana Jones reference, the entire thing, right down to a cutscene where you hijack a plane and use the blades to chop somebody up. <laughs> you hear that, Method? This is what Draenor Darlings get to experience, and you get to hear it too, us experiencing new things that we haven't seen before. That you experienced ten plus years ago. But yeah, that's mainly been what I've been doing. I'm going to ding level 90 before I finish this place, as I thought I would. So I guess I'm just going to finish it for Loremaster and then figure out what I want to do. I still don't really know what to do. Holy shit, I didn't realize how many levels Immuno had. That's crazy. This is definitely the highest you've gotten a rogue before, right? Like way highest. Oh, by far. I think my next highest rogue I ever made it was like 25 or 30 i just didn't really like the class that much but i'm i've really been liking it this time around dope we have mature that's awesome though yeah and i just like i'm like i don't know it's, it's been enjoyable just being able to stealth around it makes questing easier but that that's me what were you up to in wow this week aaron this week in wow i set upon my next great journey and that <gasps> is to get all of the heritage armors. Oh, baby. I, okay, so quick poll here. What do you have already? I have Void Elf and I have Worgen. I have a 120 
standard dwarf, but he is not super good friends with Nomragon. But that should be easier. And I am level 97 with a coal tier in right now. So that is your current project? Yes, that is my current project. Zaddy, my Lightforge Drain, I did make it to 120, but unfortunately he did get boosted. So I will have to create a fresh little boy to get it for them. And I have literally never had a dwarf make it. The only one ever was Gumbuno, who made it to level (laughs) 30. So I am going to have to really, really do it for him. But the leveling changes that they made for this time before Shadowlands makes it go really, really fast. I got seven levels on Randleman today. Like, just today, between coming home from work and doing this. So I was like, it's probably not that tough. Yeah, I was noticing that again when I was leveling the Rogue, too. Like, that that buff is still there, and it definitely makes you outpace any content you're doing. But you already have Master, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, but that's my... That's the only thing that's going to suck you is that you have already done all the quests so you're gonna have to just run through them again on everybody right i guess, i mean i guess you just do like dungeons or whatever yeah and i've been doing i've done those quests so many times that i'm just like i'm just gonna put on netflix and zone out and then like my mind returns to me when the credits roll and i'm like oh i just get i got 13 levels <laughs> jesus but that's my adventure what is yours slide whistle well, apparently we're all doing the same shit because I also want to get heritage armors. I was on my boy Talon King Mechagon today, Ooh. leveling my little baby, my little baby uh, warrior, who's a fuck, who's a mechanome. I forgot what they were called. It was okay. I decided to hate myself, and I was gonna start in Northern Stranglehold, and because I've never finished that area, because I just hate all the animals I have to kill. But then I, I then I was like, I haven't done a dungeon in such a long time. So I did some uh, classic dungeoning, and I got into Black Fathom Depths with Akumai, which was whatever. And then I kind of realized that it's kind of weird because the old dungeons or the older dungeons, some of them have like platforming aspects, which I feel like you don't really see anymore, right? What is the last dungeon to have platforming in it? Like, have we had any in WAD or in Legion or BFA? Um, I feel like we did in WAD, I think. I guess the only one in WAD was maybe the train one that was kind the of platforming where you had to like go around. Did not. I only know because Cubby Bub did it the other day. It does not feature platforming to the point of like jumping on things, mm-hmm. like in that one. And even like, I would say Sky Reach is the most yeah, tricky WAD dungeon, but that's not platforming. It's it's it seems like Blizzard is really just really into like avoiding parts of the environment now well because in black path and depths that's the one where you have to hop on those rocks and there's that rope you can drop to catch to if you fall in the water you can get up and we had a warlock who bucks his soul fell in the water and i'm like no come on come to the rope because like no i i have to do the jumps i have to do this and i was like oh okay and it took him forever because he kept falling in the water and i was like man we don't have shit like that anymore because you know that awful jump in Serpent Shrine I was, Cavern I was that we biting, always used to fuck up? I was up? biting my tongue. I was, <laughs> I was about to be like, and maybe I don't miss it because if you fucked up that jump, 
that singular jump in Serpent Shrine Cavern, you were done. It would take you so long to get back <laughs> that people would say, like, let's just boot him. Yeah, I I remember I think each of us have fallen into that hole and have just like been lost in the maze as they finish it without you. Or that other one. What's that other one with it's that humongous maze? I think it's in Black Rock Depth. In Black Rock Depths, Fucking... where if you fall into the cracks yeah, before can, the last boss. You can fall right before the last boss, and it puts you all the way at the bottom. I used to <laughs> I used to run that dungeon just so I could memorize it, so I could tell other people when I would randomly get it, like, don't worry, I'm a professional guide here. See, but you, you say that, and then you, you get on those fucking wooden planks, and something happens where you fucking fall off, and you're like, God fucking damn it, I've been training for this, and I still fucked it up. Yeah, Ugh. I mean, so, like, Drain or Darling Baby Immune was already very, very bad at platforming. I mean, my first moments in WoW showed how bad I was at platforming when I was in the Pandaren starting zone. So I definitely know the struggles of these dungeons that we were just talking about, and I remember distinctly during that time when we would just like drunkenly stay up until like 3 a.m at uv just like running these dungeons over and over again with our original drainer darling leveling squad and i would i distinctly remember a time when like each and every one of us fell on that one path and i feel like i feel like drunkenly at 2 a.m i just wanted to end it all right then <laughs> I, it's funny how formative a lot of platforming is in our wild memories. I forgot about the fucking panda platforming you fucked up on. So you and Leo Ren hanging out back there. <laughs> and it's weird because I've I've made like two to three pandas since then, and it's like holding a button two to three times. And I was like, why were we so bad at that? But I was like, oh wait, <laughs> we were like blitzed. We were blitzed every time we played WoW for like that first half a year. <laughs> yeah, we made everything just harder by like eight degrees. Also, I was just bad at the WoW controls in general then. I feel like I've gotten a little better at least, so. But so also while I was in Black Heaven Depths, I was like, we always kill this fucking giant turtle, and I don't understand why he's here. Why is this turtle attacking us? Why is he hanging out with cultists? So I open up the fucking dungeon journal and read this dungeon journal for the first time ever. This fucking poor turtle. Apparently, the uh, Twilight Hammer, who's, you know, they're a cult, they've been torturing this turtle for years. Apparently, they've been flaying it and uh, breaking its Jesus. mind and body over several years to use it as a guard turtle to protect their, like, inside of their base. I'm like, it's just a fucking turtle. Like, imagine how heartless you are to torture a turtle. I mean, I would be lying if I said that I did not imagine this thing, these things upon Boron in my formative years. You bitch. Now, did it have they any entry about his son? Because everyone definitely nukes his yellow non-combative son as well. No, it it didn't. But what's funny is that it, it didn't need, like, they renamed the turtle. Like, it had its own name, and then they just renamed it Gamu-Ra. And so Gamura's son isn't even, like, that's not even his real name, because the turtle has a name that we don't even know. So fucking, it's just animal abuse all over it. Sucks. Pour one out for Gamura. Gamura! Reeling it into what we did in Raid this last week, we started off, since I think the last time we recorded, by 
downing heroic Nazoth so that the remaining people in our guild who didn't have it yet could get AOTC. And we just did it as one large group. So on paper, it would be harder than the way that we did it in the past. But I still feel like it was fine. It was just a little tough because not only did we have a much larger group, not only did we have people from the guild who had never done it, we had like three to four guys I had never seen and who essentially just acted as blockers to make it more difficult. I'm talking about you, Mike Rowe. Yeah, so I believe this crew of people were people that some people in the guild had run raid or dungeon or some kind of content with on the weekends or something like that. I'm I'm pretty sure that's where I'm, I I think we're just paying them back a favor for like raiding on weekends, which is which is fine. The, they but they did they did uh fuck up a lot, which is I mean we we also mess up a lot, but yeah, I was like oh, okay guys. <laughs> Cubby Bub was However, getting saucy out here. She it was the first time she'd ever fought in Zoth, first time she'd ever been in the raid, and she was like this isn't too tough, and then she was like. Mike Rowe keeps dying. What's he doing? And I was like, I keep dying too. <laughs> At least when we killed it, they were very grateful. They said thank you like so many times. So I thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because that they didn't have it yet either. So hmm. how does uh how does the bub feel about getting her first AOTC? Uh she doesn't have AOTC because she has never done any of the other bosses. Wait, I thought AOTC was just from clearing the final boss. Is it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah she has well, it. Then she, she has them out. She does not know. So yeah, I will to make sure know. to let her know. Also, let her know like the importance of AOTC and how it goes away, because that's pretty pretty cool. Wait, wait, does she know what the mountain she has in her bags? Or in her spellbook? Maybe not. Uh-oh, surprise. <laughs> also, I've been holding off talking about this in... Uh, podcast because i feel like it wasn't appropriate but now that it's fine i can talk about it uh we had a paladin in our group in our guild named leo who was deeply in love with another one of our guildies and they broke up and he's officially finally out of the guild there and he left again apparently i saw he had so <laughs> i'm sure this is a troubled young man who's going through deep heartache you did send me screen caps of him writing this big letter about how he's going to leave, and people are like, "Okay." Yeah, no, that that was the first time he left, and then he, after that, after he made this like long exit, then I believe the next day or later that day, he asked to be re-added to the guild. Honors our guildmaster. He talked to Leon and convinced him to come back to the guild. I for some reason, I guess. Um, but I mean, the like, he he does do a lot of DPS, and he like he he's had a kind of a good rapport with everybody else. It's just like this love angle has been ongoing for so long, and it's been kind of awkward because it's just like it, they're they're broken up, and they were only dating for like a couple of months or something. I don't know. It's just been very messy. So apparently, he left dramatically again after being re-added to the guild. So it's just been like a love drama happening <laughs> in our guild chat for such a long time now. Which is, is interesting because, I was about to say, I have not heard her say anything about it. Well, because she probably doesn't want to talk about it. She's probably just like, yeah, I'm done with this guy. Like, there's no reason to talk about it anymore. And so, yeah, apparently not only did he leave, he also transferred back to Windrunner, like the server. Ooh. Like, he's gone all proud more. <laughs> 
So that's been just absolutely insanity and but a good popcorn read that's for fucking sure do you think he's the number third dps on windrunner now he has to he has to earn back all his accolades he probably but honestly that's probably good because it gives him some goals to take his mind off all of this you know what i mean hopefully he'll just like move on and just live a better happier life uh, today in raid i guess we're going to finish off our desire lore achievements for people who don't have it yet we have two bosses left i think i believe we are on stockade so i think that means we have stockade and then jaina and then we're, we're good to go wait you guys beat mechatork yes it's actually very easy we did oh, one shot dear. cubbybub and i did not yeah you guys did you guys not know we were doing it or were you just like we're done i was i was told we were going to come back and do it this week today and i assumed we were done you probably just left the discord too soon because everyone was like oh are we doing that and i'm like yeah i'm like wait where's Aaron at where the hell did they go we it did run late i believe right we um i think we just went five minutes over yeah i don't remember we bombed pretty hard on blockade like uh two to three times I see, I see. Well, she and I will have to go back and do that sometime. And our plan is finish that and potentially break up the group to attempt Mythic Jaina for the modes. So what is the current status of that again, Slide? Uh, current status of how the mounts drop, or what do you mean? What is the current status of how many mounts to drop per mythic kill i guess oh 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 okay so a two two mounts drop per kill randomly so hopefully we can just out dps it and it just destroy her i i don't actually know what the mythic mechanic is something with snowman or snowballs something like that but once you kill her two drop um and obviously you can only do it once a week but as of 30 minutes ago blizzard must be in our officer chat group call because there was a change, they added a skip that goes straight to fucking Jaina as of today. Wow, they must know our plans. At what point can you do the skip? Is it right at the beginning? It, I think so. It says, um, it says new NPCs. When you zone into Mythic Raid for Dazara lore on Horde's side, you will see a new NPC named Atoy at the beginning. Talking to her will allow you to skip to Jaina directly. Similarly similarly on alliance ensign roberts will teleport you directly to mythic jaina as well so it doesn't even say you have to have anything completed in mythic just that it takes you right to it huh well i mean like that lines up perfectly with our goals right so i'm hoping i'm fucking hoping we can do this and people don't aren't like we can't do mythic when guys we have the gear to do it let's fucking get these goddamn mounts but if we don't end up getting it, I'm hoping that this will decrease the amount of gold that the mount will cost. I'm not sure if it's going to cause an inflation or a deflation. You know what I mean? I'm not sure how the guilds are gonna, who are running this are going to treat it. Time will tell, and there still is a lot of time before this goes away, so... Yeah, I just want this mount so bad that I'm going to have this by Shadowlands, no matter if I have to spend all my gold for it. <gasps> Wait! I can spend all of Immune's gold. You're going to have a million soon. Yeah, I can just he is going to have a million. Your... You can just... Who says you can just take my gold? I, it's a good birthday gift. It's coming up. In like six months. It's my half birthday. Give me your gold, please. It is his half birthday. You do have to give him the gold. You're legally obligated to. Well, well, well. Hand it over. Um, we, uh, we, we got some fan mail from our boy Vanderlyle. Oh, Vanderlyle. he's back! 
<clears throat> I'll read it in my best Vander Lyle impression. <clears throat> Yo, you guys are really doing great things on the podcast. Should Slide Whistle name his druid Young Wild Seed? SoundCloud hotter than Aaron trying to record without AC. <laughs> the effort is appreciated, so I attach a screenshot for you, Aaron. Thanks, Vander Lyle. And it's a picture of fucking G Firepaw, <laughs> our least favorite character in the whole goddamn World of Warcraft game. Also, if you take a closer look, he is repeatedly spitting on him. Yes, he, he has spat upon him no fewer than 15 times in succession. <laughs> that alone deserves highest praise. Now, I'm sorry. I don't mean to come for Vanderlyle, but listen, we have to talk. Me and you one-on-one, Vander, please listen to me. I've yelled at Immune for this so many times. Why do you have the sidebar buttons on your UI, you son of a bitch? Listen, 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 Vanderlyle, you can do whatever the fuck you want. I still have sidebars, and Slide can stay mad. <laughs> I will stay. I hate sidebars. It moves the quest too far, too far to the left, and then it blocks more stuff. I mean, the stuff is going to be blocked anyways. It's just different parts of the screen. Hmm. I do like your placement of the of the of your little bags, and I honestly applaud you for using base UI because when shit breaks, you don't have to deal with anything. And this has been Slide Whistle's UI review. <laughs> I'll give it a seven. There seven. you have it. Thanks, Panderlyle. We love you. Growl it up, baby. I think we can just use that as the uh, as the segue. <laughs> okay. Hello, listeners. Growlina here, coming to you with a nice mid-show interview. Today, I'm with my new friend and fellow Brew of the Month Club member, Britman. Brit, how long have you been subscribed to the club? About five years now, I think. And do you still get that rush of joy as you crack open a new special brew every month? Do you still rush to the mailbox, mouth watering for a nice cold drink? Honestly, no. I hardly even open them anymore. What? Yeah, it's just kind of lost its charm. They just sit in my inbox until they disappear. Well, that's just awful. What can old Blizzard do to capture your heart again? To give you that glint in your eye back? I don't know. Make a weed in the month club? Like... Drugs? Weed? LOL, yeah. That would be epic, LOL. Just getting high in game. Well... That's certainly something to think about there, friend. Here's hoping you can get your pixelated pipes roaring in the near future. Until then, it's been Growl. And that was getting growled up. I'm not gonna lie, that was our creamiest segment yet, baby. Ooh, 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 so creamy. Just like how this new content that Blizzard is throwing at us in Shadowlands. And I'm talking about how the Drust are back, back, back again. 
Oh. Spoilers, but uh, spo- spo- spoiler warning for all those people who don't want to hear us talk about spoilers. Here it is. Yeah, the dress star back. The dress star back, <laughs> and the dress are naughty. Ooh, how naughty are they? They're out here polluting, looting, shooting magic at little poorly named fairies. Poorly named, <laughs> high fantasy named. Well. <laughs> Yes, it is high fantasy, but the beginning of our tale, we are introduced to Lady Moonberry and Featherlight. Suffice to say, I don't think, I am confident that this will not be Growlina's crowd. Oof, really? This is going to be the factor that turns you away from them? I, I've i never really been much of a Night Fae guy, but knowing that our that I'll be taking orders from Featherlight, uh, Candy Pants, and... Moonbeam. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'll I'll go hang out with my vampires. <laughs> so we talked about young wild seeds, um, our hot SoundCloud coming soon, and and Ysera being reborn again last week. But apparently, there was a lot more to the quest that Wildhead didn't have, and for once, MMO Champ was useful in bringing to us. I can't believe it. Um, just it's just so funny how much. This seems like so different from what we're used to because a lot I'm like I'm reading these paragraphs and I'm like I don't understand what's happening. Like for example, chapter three, Spirit Glen. In the Spirit Glen, Chufa wants you to defeat Spriggans and use the Soul Web to drain them of their stolen anima, while also restoring soul shapes to Slankin, Ruri, and Awul. You report your success to the Droman in Turnaval. What the fuck? <laughs> what, what, what is this language we're speaking? So I don't know what the fuck Blizzard's saying, but I'm living. They're out here playing. We're playing checkers and they're playing chess. This is a guide that I'm sure will be useful in like 2021 when it actually comes out. But yeah, I, I, I don't know these things yet. They're speaking of it with a familiarity to be like, oh, you know. Ch- Chuba, g- you have to give your magic seeds to the Buffin, right? And I'm like, I don't <laughs> know. Kashmir again, owl, young wild seed. Okay, I literally, I can't see these pictures with, with young wild seed without fucking laughing. I'm thinking of a sick-ass beat coming out of it. It's going to be so fun, like, would we quest? Oh, are we ever going to quest an Ardenweald? No, no, we will, we will, we will. Yeah, because yeah, this is... Yeah, you quest the... them even if you aren't them, right? Yeah, which is, it's it's funny... You go straight from Naldraxxus or Maldraxxus, the Stinklord land. It's like, you you cannot find your answers here. You should go to the pretty gumball forest. You must collect 25 anima cones. What are anima cones, you ask? What is an anima cone? Does it explain what that is? Based on context, I would assume there's anima trees and they drop anima cones. Are these, like, also related to the young wild seeds or not? Like, I don't know. All right, I have to admit something right now. I just committed a podcast sin and booted up WoW, but it was for a good reason. I just claimed the name Wild Seed on Proudmore. That's it. That's the fucking druid's name, Wild Seed, right? It's gotta be it. Is young wild seed not available? I feel like, is it, is that too long? Young wild seed. It's too long. It's young wild seed. No, you have to spell it like without the O. Uh, I mean, it's available probably, right? I don't think anybody has that. But is that as good as wild seed? You know what I mean? 
I I don't know, because during this whole time, I've been frantically booting up my computer because, or rather my Warcraft, because I'm about to get Proglo, the friendly frog spirit. (laughs) What the fuck is, what was Froglo? Uh, Proglo is someone that you will meet in chapter five, The Glittering Falls. Oh shit, you bitch. Hang on. Let me see if I can get Chufa. Can I get Chufa? I mean, I feel like Chufa. Got it. <laughs> I feel like you guys will be stripped of these names eventually, right? Nah, fuck you, dude. I'm gonna be Chufa in Shadowlands. <laughs> Fucking Proglo, here I come. I'm a Chufa main. <laughs> Wait, what else we got? We got Slamkin, Ruri, Awool. I don't really want Awool, but. Maybe if we guess who's everyone's favorite NPC is going to be, like, everybody loved uh, Zaffy Boy. Maybe there will be a new Zaffy Boy, and we can get one of those hot names, right? You know it's going to be a wool. I think I actually am going to buy a name change for Wild Seed. I think it's really good. Anyway, back to what we're trying to talk about. The Drust are back. So, at what chapter do the Drust come back into the storyline in this new region? Sorry, everyone, it's gotta, gotta hop in real quick. Uh, they already got to it. Proglo is unavailable. Those bastards. Oof, well, luckily I got Chufa. But um, the dress show up pretty early on. One of the silly name people, either Featherlight or Moonberry, wants you to go find some uh, blighted people and kill them. But it's revealed that the blighted people are actually just the fucking Drust. So yes, I wonder if is. this means that we will actually go into the Blighted Lands again in Shadowlands. I mean, I feel like we have to, right? It all lines up too well. I think so. Like, It's just kind of interesting that like Drustvar is named for the Drust, right? The Drust are also in Ardenweald in the Shadowlands. Like, how does that... How does that work out exactly? Because they, they're Vik- they're Vikruel, which we recently learned, we didn't know this, who came to Kultiris and colonized it and whatever and became the Drust. How the fuck are they in the Shadowlands? Do they just die and go there? Or is the Blighted Lands just so adjacent to the Shadowlands that they're just like, oh, hey, we're here too, guys. What's up? I'm pretty so... sure they just died and then they made it to this portion of the Shadowlands. So my boy Gorik Tool is king of their underworld, right? So maybe it's like when uh, yeah. the nice Drust die, he gets them and he's like, I'm going to twist them up. You're going to be the evil ones now. I feel like the Blighted Lands could also easily just be a different name for the Shadowlands, right? Like maybe they just call it by a different name because in their history, it's always been called the Blighted Lands, you know? Ooh, this because is some galaxy when, brain during- shit. During that Jaina cutscene, you are in a totally different area than Drustvar. You are not in Drustvar. You are in the Blighted Lands. Everything is so weird looking and so bizarre that I feel like it might just be the Shadowlands. Well, I really do hope that Blizzard addresses this and hopefully ties it together, or else I will forever feel like it's just like a missing link. Yeah, well, maybe we can get Ian on the podcast and we can ask him. Hey, Ian, come on. But so basically the whole quest with young wild seed is just hunting dress or whatever. But what's most interesting is what Aaron pointed out earlier uh, off off the mic. The dress leader in Ardenweald, his name is Gorak Var. So Gorak probably isn't even a name. It's an honorific title that probably just means king. Because Gorak Tool and Gorak Var, what, are they brothers? It's the same first name? That's ridiculous. 
Or maybe they're one of those cultures that puts the last name first. They do it in the Japanese style. I saw Gorak Tool using two twigs to eat a berry. Why don't he just use a spoon? I straight up can't read the word wild seed without laughing now. <laughs> Yseris wild seed has been mortally wounded. Young wild seed. So the only question that remains is the Winter Queen, who appears to be the leader of the Night Fae here, uh, would you want her to step on you? Wait, where is she in? Which chapter is she in? I'm unsure which chapter, but if you go all the way down to the bottom, you will see that user of WoW or user of MMO Champ, the ancient one, says, "God, I want the Winter Queen to step on me," and then he provides a picture of her looming over you, about to step. Holy shit! I see this fucking picture. The answer is yes. This angle. <laughs> This ankle, 100%. Please step on me, Winter Queen. I was about to say, this picture is literally just POV. The Winter Queen is about to step on me. Man, she might she might get her name in sexiest, sexiest NPC soon. Look at this bitch. Her horns are beautiful. Her hands look okay. And she's got, are those wings? Or is that a cape? I can't tell. I would assume they're little butterfly wings, as is in fashion for the Night Fae. Wait, hold up. Another comment kind of rings true. She looks like Lisa Simpson on steroids. (laughs) She kind of does. Never mind. Don't step on me anymore, Lisa. Well, while we are talking about Lisa Simpson possibly stepping on us, I am going to pull a time warp. Oh, no. Luckily, I have a killer knowledge of Simpsons family members. Maggie's the youngest. Well, Ah, damn, that's the one. That information may or may not help you this week. Because this week, I am going to give you two 40 seconds to name as many of the correct answers in this category as possible. And this category is similar to one that we did early in Season 1 of DNR. But this time, it's going to be Battle for Azeroth themed. Mm. I'm going to ask you guys to name as many of the BFA reputations as you can. Are you ready? Yes. Oh, God, I guess. Set. Go. Seventh Legion, the Raja- Order the Rajani, of Admiralty. Admiral Admiralty, the Rajani, the Uldum Accord, the ah, the Drust 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 uh, Drust the Drust the, the what are they the called Storm Sages Storm Song just Storm Song Storm Song uh, Battle um, Ooh the Honeyback Hive oh shit um, um Chromie um, fuck fuck fuck, fuck. The, my mind's blanking so Cohen, hard the Mechanome Thrustbolt Resistance Mecha um ah, no! the um uh, no I can't think! <laughs> uh, uh, Time! Order of Embers. <laughs> I just screamed. I just uh, screamed uh, for Lordy's seconds. Magnes people. I could not think of the name of Magnes people. What the hell? Oh my god. Azer- okay. Something expedition? So I, Fuck me. God damn it! I, like, just am gonna score it as if, like, you guys got somewhat close. It's okay. So, like, I believe Aaron won, but it was close. So I have Aaron as getting the Rustbolt Resistance, the Order of Embers, and Seventh Legion. I have Slide as getting Storm's Wake. 
I guess I, I will count the honey faction, even though it wasn't initially in my count, because it, it is one that you can grind out. So I believe it was a score of three to two, although at the beginning you guys said a lot, so we might have to finish this up in post, but I'm pretty sure Aaron won. And the updated score is... I had the Rajani, the Proudmoore Admir Admiralty, Stormsong, and the Honeyback Hive Harvester. Aaron had 7th Legion, Order of Embers, Old Doom Accord, and Cohen Waveblade, and Frostbolt Resistance. So technically, it was 4 to 5, not 2 to 3. Thanks for the credit, bitch. Alright, here comes the show. One of us said 7th Legion. I don't know who said it first. So it was you. Yeah, I, may... I counted it as you getting it, Aaron. Okay, okay. So yeah. I will take my victory and see if I lost in post. So going into this, I had 13 reputations, but I will, add, I will add slides Honey 1 as a 14th. So the ones that I was looking for were Champions of Azeroth, which is Magnes. Oh, oh my god. Tortolan Seekers. I don't think either of you guys said that. No. Rustbolt Resistance, which Aaron got. Proudmore Admiralty, Order of Embers, Storm's Wake, 7th Legion, Waveblade, and Cohen, Zandalari Empire, Talanji's Expedition, Voldunai, Honorbound, and Unshackled. Oh yeah, the Horde exists. Oh yeah, the Horde <laughs> have like six of them. I could yeah. not tell you. Yeah, they have like similar but like opposite of ours. And like when I was looking this shit up, I was like, I don't know what these are. Well, I'm gonna chug this fucking lemonade. And also, Wild Seed's name has officially been changed. Yeah, oh. yeah. You all heard it also, live on Aaron, the pod. Aaron, did you step up Young Wild Seed with a U? I did not. Okay, well it's taken. So, uh, Vander Lyle, did you suggest? me to have a name that you just stole from me because <laughs> i tried it i tried it and it was taken and i can't imagine anybody else out there has y-u-n-g wild seed you bitch <laughs> looks like it. we have two enemies this episode is he holding it ransom from us is that what's happening pay for young wild seed he's trying to take one of our spots on the show <laughs> you can't have it vanderlyle gonna... <laughs> uh, you might be able I mean... to take mine that's okay Wow, giving up. Honestly, I would love... Wouldn't that be hilarious if just one episode we just replaced Immune with Vanderlyle and didn't even address it? We just let it happen? <laughs> I actually love the name Wild Seed, though. It's a really good name for a druid. I'm really happy with that. It beats fucking... What was her name before? Oh, Uno I guess official. it's name. Uno. Yeah, I mean, I do like like just having one word real names. So I guess I'll just reclaim it unofficial, whatever. I'll sit on that. Wow, I chugged the fuck out of that truly black cherry lemonade which i must say is probably one of their best flavors i've ever tasted it is pretty you good know, i had it last week you know what's the best flavor i've ever tasted what Ooh, what you'll find out in this week's sexiest npc of the week Ooh, what a good transition my penis is half a wreck. My penis is sliding on out of here on a Segway. Ooh! <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what do you mean? It was a Segway into the sexiest NPC of the week. My penis has hopped a onto a Segway and is now <laughs> departing from me. Ring. 
Well, I can tell well, you this week's sexiest is gonna put the ass in, or never mind, I was about to say ass in blasted lands, but his area is called the blighted lands. It's Gorok Tool. Oh, it's not Gamaru. No, it's not Gamaru. <laughs> I'm not I'm not into people with kids, even if his kid is then summarily killed. <laughs> well, you know what? Gorok Tool can enter my blighted lands. The big, strong, thick daddy of the briar bears and wicker wolves. And you know that this man is sexy because he knows he's sexy. He knows he's the main character, which is why, like, we've interacted with him, like, five times. And he's always been, like, the big bad, but we haven't been able to defeat him. His powers are, like, way more than we can comprehend, obviously. For somebody who we fought so little, we've seen so much. This bitch claimed his spot on the loading screen of BFA to forever just taunt us with how sexy his little horns are. Mm, I love going to bed every night and closing my eyes and he comes in the middle of the night in my dreams and just rubs on me with those scratchy branches. Okay, so this image that we have in our show notes here of the loading screen, I think it's pointing out something about how on his right hand, he has his acrylics on, but on his left hand, he just has like normal fingernails. Yeah, there's two circles and they're they're right on his left hand, it's just nothing and his right hands are pointy. Maybe he just does like a lot of cocaine and he has five coke nails on one hand and the other hands for just nothing. Yeah. Dough. Or, Or like the right hand is for show and the left hand is for finger blasting you? I don't know. Well, um, it could also I, be... I, I, don't, uh, I don't mean to ruin the fun, but his right hand is pointy because it's made out of tree bark and wood, and the other one's a flesh hand. Is it, though? We don't see, uh, the, we don't see the top of his... Well, I'm just well, looking at the photo next the, to yeah. it, and it looks like the whole arm is made out of scary wood. Oh, you know, you're right. I was going to go for uh, the chimpanzee method. Chimps will have cleaning claws to scratch their ass with and get the poop out. So they'll use one hand to get poop out and the other hand to do other things with. Mm-hmm. I love I love a man who's hygienic. <laughs> I love a good poop hand. <laughs> now, also, if you look at his mouth, it's glowing this blue energy. Do you think that it's cold? Like, is it like a cold blue energy? And do you think you can give the coldest, iciest BJs ever seen by man or myth before? Mm, the nice, most deflating BJ you've ever experienced. It could also be like a, a Godzilla atomic breath move that I hope to God we wouldn't have to experience on our dicks. So speaking of this, and also looking at the rest of his face... He has, like, the same color emitting from a hole in his forehead, or at least I assume it's a hole in his forehead. Is it a hole in his forehead? (laughs) And also, like, can, like, that also give us a BJ? I don't know. I kind of looked at it as, like, it was in, like, a third eye, and, like, he has, like, more eyeballs, like, on his head. But, you know what? Any goal is a hole, and if they have more holes, hell yeah, let's go for it. Well, I'm surprised that I didn't notice that was a wooden hand before. You're totally right, though. That is just straight-up wood. I'm sorry, I'm just stunned. I'm just thinking about, I guess, forehead-fucking this man. <laughs> we we say some things on this show sometimes, and I'm just like, God, I gotta go home and see my mom later. Well, I mean, it brings a whole new meaning to skull-fucking. Am I right or am I wrong? I think we're right in saying that, but we're also wrong for saying that. Why do people listen to us talk like this? What's wrong with us? <laughs> 
we have parents, we have people that depend on us that can't hear us go on like this. <laughs> Honestly, though, my mom would love this, I think. I think she would, she, 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 she'd get behind this. Luckily, I don't think my mom has listened to an episode in a very long time, or hopefully not. Well, you know, it's time to change that. <laughs> Sandy, listen to this podcast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it to her. Please don't. All right, Gorakul, you're the sexiest in one of our most regrettable conversations we've had on the pod. I will personally hand you this award during the next loading screen I see you on, which is probably tonight before raid. You guys do have powerful computers, though, so you got to make sure you do it quick. Get your yeah, throwing no, arm like, ready. Throw it in there. Throw it into the loading screen. And then Jane will grab it, and she'll be like, oh, thank you, champion. I'll be like, not you, slower. Get out of here. Not yet, but probably someday. All right, Gorak Tool, enjoy that fucking award, you bitch. Before we end the podcast, there was a little bit happening here about the auction house, which had a hot fix as of three hours ago of recording, which is very fucking interesting. Uh, they made a blue post on the forums that said they're basically going to be adding in something that will cap the performance of auction house abusers. It says, hello, the performance reported above is expected and intended following a hotfix that went into effect a few hours ago. It's intended to both address service issues as well as address an imbalance between the vast majority of players and a very small minority. So they're going to be throttling auction house users that use big add-ons that supposedly won't affect most players who just buy their consumables or just get like their gathered and crafted goods. But it will, however, throttle players who are using add-ons to run rapid queries to scan the auction house for specific goods, or that buy and relist huge quantities of items. So I guess you have a certain limit that you can reach of buying and reselling before like it slows you down on purpose. So what I'm hearing hmm. it is that now is the time for us to enter the market here. We do not have these add-ons, and we can just go on in. We aren't throttled. We can buy and sell. I, I mean, I'm game. I, I actually have TSM installed, and I'm assuming that's one of the big ones that's um, causing all these problems. Because it's not only affecting like regular players, it's affecting their servers so much that they have to throttle the players from slowing down World of Warcraft with their <laughs> constant queries. Personally, I'm in support of any sort of limit because i'm all about limit fuck method i'm bringing it back at the end of the show you fuck with the wrong podcast because we don't forget until three episodes later when we do forget i'm looking at you already, you are i've already deleted the image off of my phone you are a stronger man than me dude my screenshots and my photos are just filled with the most random bullshit from the past like eight years that i had not deleted my phone is so slow because of it but you'll never forget that we are still in many feuds, even though I forgot. But apparently TSM has been, has been reporting just way slower usage for big time users. So, I mean, I'm OK with this. This might actually change the market. It might actually affect how much things cost. Things might cost cheaper because of this. I, I'm not sure how large of an impact this small minority has, but hmm? I don't know. I, it, uh, in all honesty, it probably won't really affect me because I don't really buy that much off the auction house. I literally only buy some, like, same 
potions every once in a while and even then it's like not all that often i do some shopping here and there because i feel like personally the three of us can cover like enchants and i asked aaron for some mana potions and i feel like that covers me i have so many mats in my fucking material bank if you guys never need anything just let me know i probably have a fuck ton of it thanks pal Okay, well, with that, it's time to do our top two medium boot or bottom boot of the week. Aaron, what do you have for your TTBBMM? This week, I have a powerful bottom boot. (gasps) During my time in Warlords of Draenor with my boy Randleman, I came upon the quest to get your herb garden where you have to kill eight raccoons. And I was like, well, I can like hit multiples because like if there's a bunch of targets next to each other, I'm going to use chain lightning. I used chain lightning and it pulled all 15 of them. And they rushed me and started doing like actual real frightening damage. So I had to pull out my earth elemental and my fire elemental and I had to go into panic mode. And then I was like, I really just blew every single one of my cooldowns to fight some raccoons. It did not feel good. That's kind of surprising that these raccoons gave you so much trouble. They they like reamed me. Did you defeat the raccoons? I I defeated seven of them. And then I died. And then I reincarnated. And three or four of them weren't leashed off of me yet. So they killed me again. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) I love how that part was left out in the initial storytelling. <laughs> I was really hoping you just got you guys were just be like, oh yeah, you got him. You're you're the best. No, I died twice to raccoons. Uh, are the raccoons that strong, or is your shaman just that weak? I think uh, it's not meant to I, just kill all of them at once, right? <laughs> yeah, I think you're supposed to pick and choose raccoons that you fight and not pull literally every single raccoon because they're all chain lightning distance away from each other <laughs> dude you got fucking raccoon hard yeah so slide what was your big moment <laughs> well i had a medium mute medium um i actually really enjoyed playing warrior again my dark iron dwarf is a warrior but she is arms and i tried fury back in old deer and i just i didn't those two just didn't really click with me. I don't know. I just I, then I had to swap to mage immediately. But I'm trying it again. I'm doing it as Fury this time, and I'm having fun hitting the buttons. But man, I really don't know how I feel about the whole heroic leaping out and then charging back in to build my Fury. Sometimes it feels really good, and sometimes it just feels so wonky and bad. I all I want to do is just club the fuck out of the boss i want to just hit him in melee range and then i'm like oh i'm out of buttons and i'm auto attacking but i have both leap and charge up so i guess i'm gonna fucking leap all the way out and charge all the way back in but like sometimes i can't leap correctly or like i'm not far enough and i don't know it just feels not so fun sometimes doing that shit so i guess i'm gonna give my medium moot to liking how i play warrior now but just hating 
kind of hating the leap out charge in mechanic. How often do you do that on your panda? Uh, I was going to say hardly ever. I usually only use heroic leap as an evasive tactic, either to start a fight or to like try and run away. I hardly ever heroic leap and then immediately charge in because like it builds you uh it builds you fury up but i've only really played arms and so usually i have buttons to press so i I feel like maybe because i'm just like so low low level that i don't have enough buttons or enough shit going on i think but i I think that's it because being a level 120 warrior i'm constantly like like hitting buttons so i think just once you get more abilities it'll be less of an issue well, I hope so. I guess we'll see you again on Warrior Part 2. Uh, what about you, Mean? What's your TTBBMM? So, as I alluded to earlier, I have a top toot this week, and it <gasps> is regarding my leveling experience in Old Doom. I Ooh. have really enjoyed it because, one, it involves a character that we know and love, and like his storyline we're like exploring and going through these temples and places that we know in Questing and current WoW were interesting to see. And also, I, I feel like Old Doom Questing in general feels the need to just throw mini cutscenes in all the fucking time, like more so than any region I feel like I've ever quested in. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of those. <laughs> so like, I appreciate that. Like, they're they're trying. They're doing something. It's fun. But also, the questing in general is very varied and. It mixes it up a lot. There's one quest where I felt like I was literally playing, like, tower defense. I was, like, in this, like, bird-eye view of this temple that I was defending. And then I was controlling all these units. And I'm like, go over here. And you guys fight over here. And then, like, this unit over here. This is a ranged unit. You guys shoot your arrows over here. And then every once in a while, I can shoot this big healing beam down. And, like, heal them all and do damage to, like, the big boys. And I just, like, I was like, what? I don't feel like I've ever had a quest quit like that. I was watching you play that, and I was like, what the fuck's going on over here? It's you were like, it's a weird, bougie tower defense. And then I was like, wait a minute. Balloons was really big when Cataclysm came out. So maybe Balloons, the monkey shooting the Balloons tower defense game, inspired this quest shape. It very well could have. It lines up. Blizzard has always aped their ideas from miniclip.com. Hey. So, yeah, that's my general top two of the week. It was just a very, like, varied, fun questing experience in Old Doom that I had not experienced before, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it definitely feels different than a lot of the current questing you do, like, like in a very good way, you know? Yeah, and then a whole other layer of it was that it was a region that we're currently in, which is drastically different, you know? Yeah. It's, just, it's very, like, just fun to go back and, like, see all that shit. Well, uh, with that, I guess we're going to wrap it up and get the fuck out of here. Hopefully we kill some Mythic Jaina tonight. Please let me get that fucking mount. If you have any questions, comments, complaints, if you want to seed the name Young Wild Seed to me, send us an email at donotrelentpod at gmail.com or tweet at us on Twitter at donotrelentpod. What about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet? You can find me. Alex or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter, and you can find our literary musings at livejournal.donotrelent.com. Read this week's latest entry to see which leader of the horde I call. Yellow Card's Highly Unnecessary Electric Violin Player. Oh, 
well, we'll see you guys next week. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.